0: When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Yes,
1: I'm ready.
0: I'm ready. Brian, you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready.
2: I'm ready. Hey, we're Who's half ready? an
0: hour early today.
2: What's going on? We're in agreement. We're all ready. That's the
1: first. Already okay. ready. Okay.
0: Well, we were ready 30 minutes early. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good job. Already ready, ready.
1: <laughs> all righty.
0: Hey, Alrighty. everyone. We have a special guest.
1: Thank you.
2: Look oh. at that. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, guys. Dan brought right, me JJ. back. This is what happens when I invade GJ's office. I get to be on the show.
1: Yeah. You want to be on the show? Got to come be present. Here's the crazy thing. Memorial Day weekend on a Monday, Brian was on. Labor Day, happy Labor Day, Brian's on. For those that don't know Brian, he is a certified counselor, coach, father, coach, coach. football coach. Football coach tonight, yes. Yeah. And one of my best friends, actually he's my best friend. They want him to get a big head. (laughs) We've known each other for forty years, and uh, it seems like a century. Wait, it feels like or seems like whatever you choose. (laughs) Okay, I I felt I felt the aging process. I like it feels like.
0: Well, I mean, the reason why I like it feels like is because Brian, your day job, you actually sit and listen to people and help and counsel them. So, what's one of the questions that you always ask was how does that make you feel?
1: Right, your five
0: minutes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. All he says is
2: stop it. Stop it. Stop it.
0: <laughs> stop it. And he and he only charges five dollars for the appointment. He doesn't make change.
2: I don't make change. No, no change. Ven, Venmo, please. So Venmo, he's in, cash, he, out.
1: whatever you want. So he's implemented that theory into his practice. Absolutely. Thanks to uh, awesome. uh Bob uh Bob Newhart. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Mm-hmm. Wherever you're at, Bob. Yeah. And so. the
2: listeners have no yes. idea what we're talking about. No, or, or absolutely maybe they do. not. Hey, no, well, here's, that, that's 90%. Well, here's version. some good news. Yeah. You know what? The funny thing
0: is I feel like there's like a little delay. And so whenever I'm talking, you don't hear it for like two more seconds. And then that's why we keep cutting each other off, which is really yeah. fun. We'll have to get that worked out.
2: Yeah.
1: So quit, quit interrupting us. Stop it. <laughs> I'll just raise my hand. <laughs> we're never going to pick you. May I, may I say something, teacher? Hey, hey, don't put your hand up like that because you're blocking me. Oh, what's behind you, bro? What is behind you? Oh, my gosh. Like we have
0: person. we have a whole new <laughs> – I hate this delay. It's really bugging me. We're going to have to work it out. But here's the cool thing. I'm going to move to my uh, left, right like this, and and we're going to – we're going to show the backdrop. <clears throat> this is a brand. GJ, tell us what this is.
1: This is the new poster. We're about to be launched on a new platform, which you can see down there below. Liftable! So we're, so our show is going to be moved to Liftable TV. We're also going to post it here. So if you're only on Facebook, don't worry. No matter where you're at in the world, we're also going to be on the Liftable.TV platform. So we'll have our own... Page and everything, so we'll start directing people there. And uh, it serves as a couple things one is it's a platform that is re- expanding our market, and it's also to help survive the cancel culture. And in that yes. photo, and and Dan, not only that, I'll go ahead. Dan is blocking me, that's all I'm gonna say. So I'm gonna say. <laughs>
0: I mean, this is how it would look normally, right? Because I'm right like I'm right here and I'm kind of just turned to the right like this.
1: Yeah, it's like 3D a, uh, version. Good... Yeah, it's like a 3D version.
0: Yeah. I love it. Hey, and by the way, we also have a podcast series. This all the shows that you may have missed will be on podcast up, I think back until April 26th of this year. These podcasts will be uploaded and ready to go sometime in the next couple of weeks. So if you've missed any of the last few months, don't worry. If you're a listener instead of a lawyer, or if you only like to do podcasts, you don't like to do YouTube or Facebook, or if you don't want to do anything else, we have two avenues. We got Liftable TV coming up, and we got our own podcast coming up. So we're looking, I'm looking forward to what we have coming into the future, G.J., and I cannot wait to hear what Brian's going to tell us today. So what... What is it? Brian, what are you going to share with us?
1: G.J., set him up. Lob the got softball nothing. so he can knock it out of the park. I'm going to tee him up. He's got nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. So let's keep moving on. Before we go there, he is on a time limit because he's actually going to okay. out of. He's going to leave here and drive home to Kansas City. So before we go there, today's Labor Day for us. It's also the kickoff to what, Dan? Um, Jewish? Can I get Jewish holiday. Does that help you? You want me to tee it up even more? Rosh.
0: Rosh Hashanah. This is Whoa. the year 5782. Come on. So Happy New Year to all of our Israeli and Jewish folks out are right now. Come on. Happy New Year.
2: Absolutely. If if we only had a show. Yeah, far, so,
0: you know, make, here's the cool thing. Make some noise. Oh, <laughs> I should have brought my shofar onto the screen today. I have no idea what I was thinking. So, yeah, this is a Jewish New Year, year 5782. So we have, uh, we have some things we're going to share about that. And that's come up with Brian in just a moment. But we also have, in two more weeks, we have what's called the High Holy Days on the Jewish calendar. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love the harmonica. That's all I got, that's dude. so appropriate. I love it. It's close enough. Hey, that's, that's great. If that's all you got, I think I think everybody's loving it. It could have been a whistle. So anyway, two more weeks from now. Again. I, You know, this delay has got to be fixed. I need to fix it. I'm going to stop talking right now, and I'm going to try to fix that while you guys are doing your thing.
1: Whoa, it's just us now. Hey, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the show. It's a, it's a new year, right? It's a new year. 57 a, 5782.
2: Yep. It's a new year. So uh, until we have Mr. Dan back on, um, we we want to take some time today, obviously, and just kind of talk about the Feast of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah is what you said. Um, and, you know, from a standpoint of the seven different feasts, the Jewish holidays, um, I, I just was talking last night as we were hanging out at the fire. We had a bonfire going. It was really nice. And you know, we were just reflecting on no, you were reflecting. I was reflecting. They were listening. I had a captive audience, and and uh, um, so reflecting on what does that mean, and and uh, I'm by no no means a a uh, a pro when it comes to understanding um, uh, all, he is of, a pro. all of all of the is a pro. theology, but but you know I've I've listened to a lot of different uh, podcasts or um, people who are theologians or just really specify in the area of revelation and prophecy and things of that nature. And you didn't listen
1: to our show though. <laughs> just throwing that out there, Dan. Hey, I, I, you, ah, know ah,
2: you know what? Ah, so back on point, um, the uh, the Feast of Trumpets is obviously one of those holidays, one of those Jewish feasts that is directly correlated with what we would, Christians believe would be the rapture, right? Um, And uh, so last night we're sitting around the fire and I'm talking about this. And then I see um, what I'm going to read right now. It's just a a short uh, thing about the sound of the shofar. And this particular article calls it a spiritual alarm clock which I thought was really cool. Um, It says the sounding of the shofar, for those of you that don't know what the shofar is, that's a a horn of sorts that uh, um, gets blown during this 48 hours of of time span um, for the Feast of Trumpets. And um, the sounding of the shofar ushers us into greater intimacy with God. Uh, How many of us know that uh, our culture needs greater intimacy with God right now, right? Uh, God wants to encounter us. He created us for his pleasure and desire. He created us to love us, yet forgetting our true purpose to love and to be loved. The sound of the shofar is the sound of a spiritual alarm clock, and it is a call to return through repentance— which means to turn our wills and our ways to align with God's word and will. So, you know, as we as we uh, are in the midst of this um holiday or this this feast, it's like I want to encourage all of us, and I, I encourage my family that over this next span of forty-eight hours, which some some people say that for we're Central Time Zone, so at eleven a.m., so an hour ago, wherever you're at, would be the time that the new year starts in in uh, Israel, and and uh, uh, they believe that the Israel time is the time that that. Uh, um, From a standpoint of the rapture, it'll be pointed during that span of time um, if we're looking at Israel time. So over the next 48 hours, I'm going to encourage us to spend some reflective time um, as much as possible on just this. It's repentance, right? We all have sinned. We all fall short. Um, and, uh, we can spend time repenting of those things that we need to repent of and really stay focused on aligning our will with whatever God's will is for us and what his word says about us. Um, and, uh, so I, I see this time of, of the season being something that's very exciting, um, uh, regardless of, and I'm not saying that the rapture is going to happen here within the next 48 hours, but, um, the, the belief is that this would be the holiday where that would take place, whether that's this year, next year, five years, 10 years, whatever. Um, so I think it serves us well to be able to stand and, and just be prayerful and be uh, repentant and align, you know, asking God, what what's your will for my life? What's your will for my day? What's your will for my hour? Right. And uh, when we're continually seeking him, um, obviously our paths are more straight than when we are just seeking selfish desires and, and not coming from a standpoint of humility. So um, I think that's just, you know, the most important thing about today and and uh, over the next uh, 48 hours is just having that mindset.
1: So before we go further, thank you for that clarification. Dan, I believe has in his magic of, control of the computer a photograph of the shofar or did you get rid of it oh that's easy to do oh back to dan dan can you hear us there it is dan are you there yeah (laughs) you can see it on the screen
0: so here's the here's the shofar that you were just talking about and um it's actually just a horn i think that's been hollowed out Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it's kind of how they did it back in those days. Now, the shofar was always blown right before the war and call into action uh, people that were uh, going to be going into battle, right? So, and it was also a celebratory a blast. So there's different reasons why they will blow the shofar, but it got the attention of everybody in Israel. So, and this was especially important when they were in the wilderness. And when they blew that shofar, there were certain times and meetings. And I love the Feast of the Trumpets because... Uh, in the in the Jewish history, especially in ancient Hebrew history, the last shofar that was blown, only the high priest knew when that was going to happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the reason why that's so important is because we know in Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, that Jesus has then now become the high priest of all. And it's and it even says, and not a lot of people are going to know this reference, but by the order of Melchizedek, which was the first high priest and uh, so jesus has taken that role and so that trumpet that's going to blow no one knows that when the, the day or the hour that last trumpet will blow in that festival and the same things kinda as has been said about the end times and the rapture so really significant good stuff brian tell us a little bit of a few if you can about the first three or four festivals uh you don't have to say them exactly but which ones which ones aligned with certain historical uh stories or things that we know of true it's actually not stories um do you remember the other three or four
2: well first is passover which obviously mm-hmm. we we believe as christians that uh, um, jesus was the real representation of what took place um with the blood above the doorpost. Um, then the second is unleavened bread uh the third is the first fruits and the the fourth would be the feast or weeks of pentecost um and uh i can't speak too in depth of those i'm sure uh you have better understanding of all of those but uh, yeah he's the
1: smartest man on earth that's why so but, we're, we're inferior to him
2: but kind of kind of from a standpoint of why people think that you know obviously the feast of trumpets is going to be the next one to play out um from a standpoint of prophecy is the first four have already been taken care of, right? They've already been connected to uh, prophetic uh, along with Jesus. So. Check. Four checks. <laughs> hey, I'm, Four I'm check
0: just... marks, and not only were they carried out,
1: your your comedic relief? That and eye candy, saying <laughs>
0: Eye candy, that's right. Eye candy and comedic relief. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> now, I think, uh, <clears throat> just as you mentioned, Brian, <laughs> those those festivals were carried out to the day. It yeah. was to the day, years and years and years yeah. later that they were carried out. So the day of Pentecost, which was fifty days after the resurrection of Jesus, happened to the day. So uh, and the actual resurrection of Jesus happened to the day. and then Passover happened to the week. So these are these are things that uh, we look back on the Old Testament scriptures when we see, how God is using those things that He foreshadowed for us such a long time ago, uh, that will become truth for us toward the end times, and only the first four have actually been accomplished. We still have three more to go, so yeah. it's really exciting. I mean, whenever this time of year comes around, it, it's one of those times where I'm like, "Is this the one? Right. <laughs> is this the year? Possibly." So, um, man, so, yeah. So, what else do you got for us, Brian?
2: Well, I you're the, uh, you're, the uh, you're the you're the
0: carrier of truth today.
2: Well, that's just uh, I one of the things that that I've desired to do is in GJ and myself and and my son, my ten year old or eleven year old son, Joshua. Um, is to develop a daily habit of being in the Word and being in prayer and, uh, and and really being intentional with that area of our life and and it's it's really awesome to see uh, my son Joshua tuning in with us every day on on the Bible app to uh, r- reflect on on Bible plans and things of that nature. But I would say over the past five years, that's become a very consistent. Um, uh, very intentional first thing when I wake up, uh habit that I have developed. And uh, part of that over the last couple, mainly specifically a couple of years, um, has been really reflecting on in times and uh, revelation, prophecy, and things of that nature. So um, I know once we, once we make a commitment to something like that, and we dive in, just like anything, we're going to learn a lot about it. Uh, so I've just enjoyed over this span of years, just really diving in and learning, being a student um, of other people who are um, more educated on the topic or, um, you know, somebody from the pulpit that's been doing it for years and years and years. um, That's just been an encouragement. So um, another encouragement for us is just, we just have to jump in, right? We had to jump in and and, uh, be intentional with the things that we do daily. Um, And uh, not only does that impact myself it impacts my spouse it impacts my kids it impacts my counseling clients it it impacts my community um so gj um so it's this ripple effect of really doing the greatest commandment which is love god and love others right amen to that
0: um hey i just looked back on some of the comments and wanted to say we have a pastor from liberia west africa watching right now so pastor jerry great to have you join us Yay. great really great to have him join us and then we have a couple other people saying hello uh Jerry Addy no that's that's the pastor and then Mary Jane de de Jesus i love that name de <laughs> the jesus
1: <laughs> there must still be a delay so yes
0: there is a delay, and I'm not sure why, but everybody just hanging there with us. What we're going to do is, is I'm, I'm going to just keep talking and not take any pauses. And when I stop talking, that's when GJ is going to talk. <laughs> See, it even took like five seconds to get to you. Oh, my goodness gracious. We're going to, don't worry, everybody. We'll get these technical bugs worked out. All right, GJ, we got some earth news, bud. You start us off.
1: Whoa, bring it up, bring it up. New York City. First time major flooding of this magnitude. New
2: York City.
1: Go to the video. All right. Not that video. Yes, that video. What is, is going it? on? Yeah, I saw it. It was like, thanks. Thanks for uh, showing that clip. sorry major flooding obviously it was a remnant from hurricane ida that came up through the gulf of mexico and up through louisiana so that was the culprit but they'd never had that kind of flooding and obviously that's a subway of new york city and new york city has always been and there's a book by jonathan Kahn, uh who uh, he wrote the uh harbinger and then he wrote The Harbinger, 2. And then The Harbinger, 2, it goes into about, you know, some of the things that have happened in New York City over the, you know, over centuries that are of uh, demonic or uh, satanic ties. And a lot of things that have happened in New York City, you know, it, it, it's perceived that God has brought strong um, weather and other issues there as punishment for uh, some of the things that they've done. So, and if you're from New York, I'm not slamming New York. I love New York. I love NYC. Um, but there has been a lot of things that have been uh, um, given props to bail or Satan uh, over time. And, and a, a lot of this, If you look at where some of this weather's happening, it's sort of like a wake-up call. So I look at it as a wake-up call versus a punishment. Back to you, Dan. Absolutely.
0: Hey, that actually works. We should say it that way, just like they do in the in the uh, in the news
1: stories. Back to you, GJ. Well, thank you. All right. Now, what is your what is your twenty eight Earth news <laughs> that you can talk about? All right. So here we go. Now,
0: does that help? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. Right now, I'm just gonna keep talking. I'm gonna make it happen. So, oh my gosh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun to see on the actual program on Liftable. I mean, I think it's going to be the funniest one we ever have up. So, I uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about this. There is a article in Forbes magazine. Forbes magazine is is just one of those magazines that a lot of business people go to. And I'm thinking when I saw this article in Forbes magazine, I thought this is a re- this is crazy. Why would Forbes magazine be talking about this? But what is here's the actual title of the article it says why america should suddenly prepare for a billion dollar internet apocalypse caused by the sun now i know that that is a very lengthy title but that is actually the that's actually the title so on forbes.com you can find this article and so you can read through it but i'll just say a little bit about the article i'm not going to read the entire thing but they're saying that scientists warn of trouble ahead for undersea cables that carry the internet from place to place if there's an un- unexpected solar superstorm that occurs. Superstorm, G.J. and Brian, a solar superstorm. So if you read through the rest of the article, it talks about that there was some kind of solar tsunami that took place last week, and that it takes a few days for that flare or those CMEs, as they call them, to actually hit our atmosphere. And uh, believe it or not, On Rosh Hashanah, they're saying that these three days, Monday through Wednesday, could potentially show some signs of Internet disruption. Maybe that's what we're actually experiencing with this stupid delay, because it's never happened to us before. So back to you, G.J.
1: I got nothing. Back to you, Dan, on more Earth news. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) That's all. Do you have any Earth news?
2: No Earth news, but the reflection on what you just said about the the solar tsunami. Is it solar tsunami or is that like a smokescreen as a diversion from something
1: else? That is a great question. We don't have the answer, but Dan, the smartest human being alive, may.
2: Back to you, you,
1: Dan.
0: I love this. This is great. I'm going to start talking like three seconds before I think you're going to finish and that's going to work out just fine. So uh, yeah, Well, I, here's the thing that there's been a lot of people studying the science of the sun. <laughs> studying the science of the sun and a lot of the activity in the sun. One of the things that we've been reading out and learning about the sun is that it seems to be waking up as people are saying. There's a lot more activity and they, they call it a solar shift which could potentially have the impact on the Earth. And you can ask pretty much any scientist in this area, and they're going to give you a better explanation than I will. But there could be a polar shift of some of the things that we experience. So the weather that we are experiencing, the earthquakes, the volcanoes, the fires, which are a lot of them, I think, are man-made for a purpose. And a lot of, and there's the, the weather impacts that we have actually caused ourselves But a lot of the uptick in in the uh, hurricanes and the monsoons and typhoons and all the things that are happening across the world, they're saying that the sun could have that kind of an impact where it goes through this cycle and that this cycle could be one of the worst we've experienced in thousands of years, actually, like every 12,000 years. So that's all I know. But I will just say this, that God has the times and the seasons all mapped out and Uh, When we read through the scriptures, where we what Jesus has actually said, a lot of these things can potentially line up with what said, especially when it says that the sun will be darkened and the moon will turn to blood. That's the passage that keeps coming back to my mind. So, with that, wars and rumors of wars, GJ and Brian, back to you.
1: Wars and rumors of wars. (laughs) What he's saying, he's got nothing. Those of you on the podcast, they can't see what he's doing. He's got nothing, I've got nothing. Back to you, Dan.
0: Are you kidding me? Okay, I have a little something. I can't believe you guys didn't read about this in your your weekend of um, wedding merriment. I mean, uh, we could just do the whole show in sign language. Hey, GJ did it for everybody that's on podcast and cannot see what he's doing. He just did the amen sign in sign language. Everybody do it with me. You ready? Boom. Brian, go for it, bud. Say amen. Come on. I love it. All right. Here's a guy. Wars are wars. the Hey, amen. So there's a military coup happening right now in Guinea, Africa. This past weekend, the president has been arrested. The government dissolved. And one starts to wonder, and I want to keep an eye on this, G.J. and Brian, because I'm wondering how... Guinea, Africa plays into anything that could be happening in the end times. How it's related, what kind of government's going to be set up, what they're going to instill. So, and this is not the only government this has happened with in the last six months. Uh, anybody else have any other governments they can think of? Myanmar. Uh, Myanmar is a um, is actually a movie company, but Myanmar is the country just south of China. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. <laughs> oh man hmm. brought to you by our yeah. sponsor yeah oh yeah that's right wait your name here is what we want to say your name we here don't
1: have a sponsor
0: um back to you dan no we don't but i'm gonna take a little sip. uh no it's not gonna take a little sip okay um that's wars and rumors and then We have this whole thing. I'm going to ask you guys to talk about this because I know, even though you've been having a great time with weddings and dinners and hanging out together over the weekend for Labor Day, but what's happening with China and the Taliban right now? Because it's actually, they've come out with a statement
1: just in the last couple of days. We've been at a wedding. So my son got married. We got nothing. We have no news. We got nothing. When are you gonna understand? We've got nothing, but we do have a message. back to you, Dan. okay i'll just
0: I'll just keep on I'll just keep on doing the news then, and then you guys do the message. I'll just chime in whenever I can. All right, here we go. Now I'm getting it now. I'm really getting it. Finally getting it. Take a deep breath, sigh. let's move on. Um China. The Taliban spokesperson has come out. There's a lot we about here, and we have to keep some of it off of Facebook and YouTube because we don't want to be ousted. But when we get on this on this channel, all be, all bets are off. The gloves are coming off. We're gonna be talking about a lot of different things. So, but the Taliban spokesperson, Taliban. Now let's just keep this in mind. The Taliban actually have been causing massive, massive issues for an entire country in Afghanistan. They are terrorists. They are the ones that have been beheading people, killing women, killing Christians, and terrorizing entire cities. And now they've taken over the entire country. So the Taliban um, leader got together with the, with the Chinese Communist Party. They have signed a deal. They have now said that China is their main partner. Now, what's interesting about this is, and we talked a little bit about this last week, just to remind you, is that the only two embassies that are left in the capital city of Kabul are china and russia there are no other embassies that we know of that are still set up and still active in in the country of afghanistan we mentioned last week china they actually celebrate the dragon their color is red russia they have color red and they are in the north china and russia in the north and if we remember from scripture that there will be an attack in a conglomerate of countries and nations that come against Israel from the north. So that's all we're saying. Uh, Afghanistan is in that area, and we have to keep an eye on these things because next is Iran, and that's something that we can talk about next week. Now, I only have one things that make you go, hmm, I'm waiting. There it is. And the things that make you go, hmm, is that the company that makes the cell phones that we all enjoy uh, most of us enjoy some of us have the company i'm just going to show it right here this is what i have uh that company had come out and they were planning on rolling out in their software one of the newer softwares this image scanning feature which actually takes your area and people can scan that image to the entire database of the internet and find out exactly where you are at any given time when you're looking at that camera or taking a picture. Well, the public outcry thankfully in this country is still strong enough to actually keep that from happening. But, if, but we have to understand that this technology is not just something that is actually gonna be put through our cell phones. That technology already exists today in many countries around the world with the software that they have with facial recognition, body recognition, car recognition, license plate recognition, and areas where they can actually take a picture of something and be able to tell exactly where on the planet that is. If you haven't taken a look at GoogleEarth.com, then you haven't actually um, been keeping up to date with how incredible this technology is. So that's that's the news. That's the news. That's connection to the end times. And now I'm going to turn it over for the message for Brian and G.J. G.J. and Brian, back to
2: you. I will say one reflection on that, that it is really interesting, you know, when we look at what's coming down the line from a standpoint of in times, uh, Gog and Magog war, we know those regions are regions that are that are highlighted. And and, and I did hear a statistic the other day that um, um, 80% of Turkey has now aligned with Russia, um, and um, probably not too much longer that that entire region will will just be in full alignment with Russia. So the players are being set up, and as you said, we need to have our eyes open, and we need to be paying attention to that area. Um, and, um, you know, looking at Iran is, uh, what, 90 days or 60 days? I forget the uh, number. One of those two away from Uh, having nuclear weapons. And uh, so there's just a lot of dynamics moving in that region.
1: Well, one of the things that we talk about over and over is the acceleration. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing everything acceleration. And then one of the things that I'm thinking about is, okay, if I'm watching this or listening to this, okay, that's great. What does this all mean? What does all this mean? And why are you sharing all this? Well, again, for those that haven't watched the show before, and those that have, is we're always talking about the signs. What are the signs? What are the things we should be paying attention to? Because there's so many things that are coming at us on a daily basis, whether it's the news, TV, you know, phones, social media, blah, blah, blah. We can go on. The one thing is there's so many signs coming at us. What are the real signs? What are signs that really matter? And some of them, we don't know if it, if it matters, but it's also worth being aware of. And that sign might lead to a sign that's actually a real sign. You know, so, right. you know, we, we've been entrepreneurs for a long time. And one of the things, you know, success leaves clues. Um, si- signs leave, leave clues. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of clues. They may be of something. They may not. Uh, so it's being ready. And uh, Dan, you sent a some scripture out of Matthew 24, uh, 44 and 45. So I'm going to read that from whoop, whoop, the Bible. I feel like every time I say that, Hallelujah. I'm saying it like the bears, the bears, the Bible, <laughs> the Bible, <clears throat> my dad's Bible. And and then he wrote some notes at the beginning of Matthew 24. I'm going to read in a moment. So Matthew 24, verse 44 and 45. Therefore, and I'm reading out of the King James Bible, which is a little tricky to read as I've shared in past um, but I, I I use the King James version, obviously, and then I, I also go to NLT because it's easier to understand and and uh, so I always go back back and forth, not just one Bible, but I go back and forth to get the meaning and so I can understand it maybe a little bit better. Um so 44, therefore, be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think. Not the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat and due season? What does that mean?
2: Well, I'm going to reflect on it from the NLT.
1: He's our our reflectionist, and I want to to read it
2: from the NLT because you know we can do the comparison as we go here. You also must be ready at uh, you must be ready all the time. Is that just part of the time? All the time. All the time. For the Son of Man will come when least expected. Now, one reflection on that would be: some people say, "Well, okay, we don't we don't know the time. We don't know the day, um, but we do know the season. Um, so, since we know the season, which I'm going to say is the is the the uh, Feast of Trumpets, we don't know if it's." What day of the Feast of Trumpets? We don't know what hour or what minute of the Feast of Trumpets. So it's still going to be when least expected amongst that span of time. And then 45 says a faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. And so lots packed into that those two verses from a standpoint of uh, what what really resonates with me is just we've got to be ready at all times. And we've got to be vigilant. We've got to be in this place where we are getting ready. Um, it, just like if if I tell the kids, hey, we're going to go on vacation, guess what? They are ready to go on vacation. Um, we know Jesus is, is going to, the rapture is going to take place at some point in time. We've got to be ready be ready to go um and um so i really don't have anything else other, other than that to reflect on from that standpoint
1: so as a non pro reflectionist yes. me that going in the rapture is the ultimate vacation it is the ultimate vacation it's eternal it's better than tahiti <laughs> so, so let me share one last thing before we throw it back to you dan We know there's a delay. Yes, um, go for it. No, no,
0: no. I I heard you. I just didn't say
1: anything. That's the first time he's heard me. Whoop, whoop. Drink from our no sponsor. Thank you. Uh, so my dad, as as we've shared over and over, he was very good. He took copious notes. My mom was here this weekend uh, along with my brother and sister-in-law, my nephew, and another son. And you know, we're talking about my dad. Is like, yeah, Papa took notes on everything. And uh, you want to know something about something that happened before? Go to his notes. So he wrote a note on 5-26-1996. So May 26, 1996. Pastor Seitz shared it. So he puts in who shared it. Deception will lead many astray. And he wrote it right underneath Matthew 24, verse 24 for there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders. So it's saying there will be great signs and wonders. That's the other reason why we do this show, is being ready, being understanding, have that discernment, knowing what to pay attention to and what not to pay attention to. And when in doubt, turn to God, ask God, and be in the Word, which is the Bible, pray to God. So be in prayer. And being around other people that are of like mind. And so you can find out that and have that discernment. And then it says, in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Over to you, reflectionist. Well, professional reflection.
2: On reflection on that, what's really interesting is as you were saying, that I'm looking at my phone here and A notification pops up and says, be careful what church you go to. Great deception is setting in, right as you said the word deception. So uh, um, reflecting back on on the two scriptures, 44 and 45, if we go on from there, a few verses down in 48, it says, but what if the servant is evil and thinks my master won't be back for a while? And he begins beating the other service party and getting drunk. The master will return unannounced and unexpected. Um, and I think it's uh, worthy to note that uh, for those of you that may not be looking at your Bible right now, um, all that we're reading here is all in red letters. So we know who uh, who is speaking firsthand about that. So uh, just really interesting. Which is Jesus. Yeah, which is Jesus. Um, it, very interesting that as we just sit right here, the three of us, one in California, two in Nebraska, um how you know you can sense the spirit as you're talking and a deception pulls up on on a notification and we're reading through these scriptures. That's what I think we have to do. we have to really take in consideration being vigilant, being on guard at all times. is that deception and this deception and here's deception over there and and, and keeping our eyes focused on what it is that we need to stay focused on <clears> so we don't fall into the trap. That the enemy wants to set for each and every one of us, because his number one goal is what: steal,
1: kill, and, and destroy. destroy. The the other thing that, and we've talked about this a lot in in business is complacency. Yeah, you know, one of the number number one killers of business is complacency. So they're having success and they're growing, and then all of a sudden they may plateau, or they keep growing, but they may not grow as fast. They're happy with the growth because it's going in the right direction. So but c- complacency can set in. And that's the key. So we, and you use the word vigilant. And that's a, that's a word that's very key to me being vigilant every day. Dale, coach Dale Brown, former LSU basketball coach, you know, gave me a very, <laughs> almost a lecture. <laughs> it's like, cause I was in trouble. You have GJ, you have to be vigilant every single day, always be vigilant. And it had nothing to do about this specific. Uh, however, it does, because focus on what matters and be vigilant on what matters. And how many things, and we talked about this last night as well. All the And we talked about this last week, Dan. I'm not throwing it back to you yet. Don't jump in. <laughs> Is We're talking about chaos. And then all the busyness and all the craziness that's going on, that when that's going on, it, it's actually like deception, or it numbs us, or it keeps us fo- focused away from what matters versus what does matter. Yeah, and what matters more than anything, and and we talked about this on these shows over, especially over the last three or four months, is the only thing that really matters is eternal life. What are we doing for our eternal life, and not selfishly, but to help other people? <clears throat> and Dan used the word obedience. And you used the word obedience earlier in the show, I believe. Uh, as a professional reflectionist, uh, we were obedient just doing the show, right. and we just—and you said just start. Mm-hmm. Well, we just started. We didn't know where it was going to go, and now, <laughs> you know, a year later, you know, and really good, great things are happening. A lot of people are paying attention. A lot of people are waking up. A lot of people are seeing what we're talking about around the world. And not that we have the answers. We're just saying. Go do your own homework. Go, go go verify. And most importantly, be in the word, pray, and be around like-minded people. And when you're doing that, the level of deception is, is can be caught much earlier, and you have better discernment. And I know it's like having an acute discernment, and the Holy Spirit will help guide you when you ask Jesus into your heart. The Holy Spirit will help give you that discernment. You may you may not understand it. <clears throat> it may not make sense. However, you just know something's not right. Back to you, Dan.
0: Okay, and now I- I'm now I'm actually going to say something. I muted my microphone. Holy cow, that was a rookie mistake. So I want to go back to that first scripture that you read, GJ, in um, Matthew, and also with the NLT version. The if, you, if anybody looked at the post, it said "Always be ready." That's the title of this of this broadcast today. Is "Always be ready." I know that when I'm driving in my car, if I'm just if I'm just driving and not really paying attention to what I'm doing, then it's very simple. That it's very easy. That if somebody were in front of me and slam on their brakes, I would need somebody in the car to kind of go, "Dan, wake, stop! They're they're braking If I'm not really paying attention. And every single one of us has gone through that where our minds are in a different place or we're looking down and trying to fiddle with radio if we even listen to the radio anymore. But it just, the distractions of life can do that where it takes our focus off of the main thing. And for us as believers and those of you who are not that need to know Christ, which we'll offer you an opportunity to do at the end of the show. And actually at the very end, I'd like if, if you still can, if you're still able to be here, Brian, for you to lead people in that prayer of salvation. But we have to be ready. We have to be alert. And that's why there are people like G.J. and myself and then Brian joining us today and people that are out there that are doing these kinds of and trying to help us understand what the end times look like and what it could mean with all the things going on. This is your wake up call. We are saying be ready. Make sure you're awake. Make sure you're understanding the signs of the times and the signposts that are around you. If you've also been driving on the road and you're looking for a certain destination and you have this certain exit that you have to get off on, if you're not reading the signs, you're not, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss that exit. You're going to have to go up and turn around and potentially come back if there even is an exit back on from the other way. What we're saying to you is, is that when that moment happens, when Christ comes to receive his church and those that have gone on before that have believed and lived a life that has been pleasing in his sight. There may, there may not be another exit. We don't really know what that looks like. I do know in the, the Great Tribulation that there's going to be 144,000 evangelists that go out and evangelize the world, but why miss that first exit? Why Why would you even want to miss that first exit? So this show and what we believe is that we want you to be ready, always ready, and we're going to tell you why that's important in just a moment. But then the other scripture that I think I sent over, and that's the wrong one, well, let me show you this one right here, is in Second Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. And so I felt like when I read this this morning and sent it over to you guys that um, there's this, this, this obedience that we're doing with the show and with sharing the message of Christ and what these signs might look like. But this scripture really says it all from my heart, and, and I'm you know, believing that G.J. is feeling the same thing in his heart. Just give me that little sign in your heart if you believe this, G.J. As God's partners, we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. This show and many others that are out there, this is God's marvelous gift to you. Not us, but the message This marvelous gift to you. And we're saying, do not ignore it because as God says, at just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. Don't wait until tomorrow. Don't put it off until some other part of your life and say, you know what? If I'm only 25, 30, 35, I've got at least 50 more years left on this earth. I'll get to that Christian believing in Jesus thing down the road a little bit. I just want to live my life right now. We're saying today, you're hearing this at this moment. And for those of you that are listening that are believers right now, I want you to uh, put away all your devices. Just listen to this for a moment and pray. Pray for everyone that's about to hear this message of hope through uh, Brian and GJ and then Brian's prayer. And just pray that they're, they have the courage and the boldness to step forward and say, you know what, Jesus, I need to give my life over to you. That's what this is about. We want you to be ready. We want you to move forward in Christ. We want you to f- see the signpost. So that when your exit happens out of this, whether it's through uh through death or through Jesus coming back to take his church, that you're ready and you're alert and you know where that's where that exit is. So with that, I am going to turn it back to both of you guys. I like it is to share why this is so important, why Jesus wants a people to accept him and then lead them in a prayer of salvation before we close out.
2: Absolutely. And yeah, you know, if you want me to take it, I will. Um, but if you have anything you want to does. If you want to we, add we put, again, the, you we
1: put the burden on the guest
2: <laughs> it's no burden because here's the reality. I was told about twenty one years ago uh, by a mentor he said, um he, he gave me this little picture and i don't I don't remember who the artist is of the picture, but it's a it's a picture of of Jesus standing at a door um knocking um getting ready to knock on the door and and the uh, the the window of the door that he is up against is, it looks in, in kind of nature of a heart to let what we would call a, a traditional heart. And on the inside of that door, it's dark. Um, and, uh, if you look at the picture down around his feet are vines that have been growing. So in other words, Jesus has been standing in front of that door for, for some of us for a long time. And, um, as you said, Dan, it's, it's, uh, all the other things that we have fun with, all the other things that we speculate, all the other things we talk about, what it, what it boils down to is a personal relationship with Jesus. And and if that's not intact, none of the other things matter. Um, so I pulled up, a. Uh, from Revelation 3.20, which is the verse that a friend shared with me at that particular time. And it says, and Jesus is saying, here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. A couple of features of this scripture is it doesn't say that Jesus is going to knock down the door and come in and make you surrender your life to him. It doesn't say that uh, um, he's going to just betray you and walk away and never knock on the door. No, he's a gentleman and he wants to knock and he wants for us to respond through our sin, through everything else that we've done. He wants us to respond to the call that he has on our life, our life my life individually, G.J.'s life individually, Dan's life individually, your life, whoever um, is watching this show. He has an individual and specific call specifically for your life. And that was a profound understanding that I came to 22, almost 22 years ago now. But uh, after that verse, it says to the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I, Jesus is saying this, I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. I don't know about you, but I want to sit on that throne with Jesus. And we can complicate it. we can make things all confusing, but uh, our Lord is one that is of clarity, not of confusion. And um, so for all of you out there, I, I do want to lead you in a prayer and and simply that prayer is, I surrender my life to the Lord Jesus. What does that mean? Well, it means, your Lord, I'm not you're in charge, God, not me. And um, sometimes people get hung up on, well, I can't do that because I've, I've done all of these things. I've, I've d- had all this sin in my life. So people, I believe, attempt to clean up their sin so then they can come to Jesus and present themselves pure and holy. That's backwards theology. We are to come to Jesus, present ourselves as we are, with our sin, with our with our hurts, with our habits, with our hangups, and present ourselves to him, and he will step us through the process of cleaning us up. So simply, at the most basic form, surrendering your life to Jesus is all about a heart posture. We turn our heart towards him and we say, Lord, I've sinned, I fall short, I, I know you've been knocking. If you're on this show, he's been knocking at the door of your heart. And all you have to do is say, Lord, come in. So everybody bow their heads with me and just repeat after me. Father, I come to you as a sinner. I'm not perfect. I don't have it all figured out. But I know that you are the one that hung on the cross and died for my sins. What a profound understanding that he hung on a cross and died for our sins. And Lord, I ask you to come into my life to change me to heal me, to move me in a direction to understand and see your will for my life, not my own selfish will. So, Father, I lay down all of my selfishness, and I invite you in. And simply just with these ending words, Jesus come into my heart. And if we have a visual perspective of that, if we just allow him, just as we would allow other people to to speak into us, let's let Jesus speak into us, into our hearts. And surrender our lives to him. And if you've done that. We believe that you are born again. And just with that. Just an expression of amen to the Lord. That has created us for such great purpose. So Father we just love you. We thank you. And we praise you. And we ask for you to come in and change and heal us. And give us the understanding of what the will is that you have for our lives and not our own selfish will. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Hallelujah!
2: As TJ, you got any final words
1: before we sign this off? Yes. Hallelujah. That's it? Back to you, Dan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... You guys, we're so grateful that you joined us. And Brian, thank you so much for hanging out and doing this with us. And glad we could do it a little bit early so we could fit that in. And um, we're looking forward to what's going to happen the next couple days, seven days. There's always new stuff happening every single day. Can't wait to bring it to you next week if Jesus does not come back by then. If he does, I'm hoping to see you in the clouds. Yes, amen to that. You guys, we love you. And we pray for you every single day as we prepare for this show every single Monday. And we want you to be ready. So go out and share the gospel with those who do not know him so that they can be ready too. God bless. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more, and don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.